Hello everyone, welcome back to Word on Wayside. I am Joseph Hannon and today I am joined by Dylan. Hello. And Josh. Hello, how are we doing? Today we are discussing January transfer targets for Newcastle United. Without further ado, let's get into it. So the first area that we're going to be looking at for Newcastle is the centre midfield, as this feels like the sort of priority of the January transfer window, obviously with Sandro Tonali's 10-month ban from football due to illegal gambling. The positions became more of a priority for Newcastle. OK, we've just got to break away for a second because we have some breaking news. It comes from Sky Italy. It concerns Newcastle midfielder Sandro Tonali. He has admitted to betting on AC Milan matches while he was still a player at the San Siro. One of the names that has been linked heavily to Newcastle for the midfield is Manchester City's Calvin Phillips. And to give us some more information on this link, we've got Newcastle United journalist Joel Bland to discuss the link. So with the January window just one month away now for Newcastle United, they head into the market with Calvin Phillips ahead of the recruitment list for midfield. Um, they directly, as soon as Tonali was banned, wanted to replace him. And especially with injuries at the moment with Joe Willock, who's just aggravated his Achilles again. Um, you've got long stuff out. Calvin Phillips is someone that the club really do want to bring in. Um, they will look to bring him in or with on a loan deal with an option to buy. However, Man City may hold out for an obligation to buy. Um, it's very likely Calvin Phillips will be available in January after Newcastle approached him in um, the last summer window, however, Phillips wanted to stay at City to see if he could um, prove uh, prove Guardiola he was he had a place in the squad. But fortunately for him, that hasn't worked out. So it's very likely he will be made available in January, and I'll be surprised if Newcastle don't make a move for him. Calvin Phillips, I think, would be a very sensible target for us to go for. Um, someone who hasn't got a lot of game time with Man City when. You know, when he was at Leeds, he was an England regular. He was getting in all the time, and deservedly so. And with the Euros coming up next summer, I think for Phillips, I think it would be a brilliant move. And for us, with our need for probably a better number six, uh, so Bruno can be pushed a bit further up the pitch, I think it would be a fantastic signing for everyone involved. A natural six, yeah. We have been missing that. Obviously, Bruno can play there. But he said before that he wants to be moved up the pitch, so I think he would be a very smart target, even if it's just for the short term and we go for someone big in the summer. I still think it makes sense. Yeah, because I've seen in the Champions League games that, um, like PSG game, for example, the other night, they got a lot of shots away. Yeah. And in the Dortmund game, so maybe having someone who can provide a bit more protection in front of the back four, I think that, that would be a smart signing, yeah. Should the Phillips deal not get over the line, another name who was linked was Ruben Neves of Al-Halal. Left-hand side of the penalty area, cutting back infield on his right foot. It's going to come back towards Neves to Carwan. Oh! That is unbelievable! That's obviously came about because of the multi-club ownership rule. Newcastle's PIF um, also owns Al-Halal and a whole roster of other clubs in Saudi Arabia. However, I do think this is unlikely, as it has came out that he is... Uh, very happy at Al-Hilal and he has only just moved there f since last summer. I do think Neves would be un unlikely in that regard and I think Phillips does make more, 
more sense and is more of a priority in terms yeah. of attributes, I'd say. They are different players as well. Obviously, Neves, you can't doubt how good he is. However, he wouldn't play in the sixth row. Obviously, he would keep Bruno back. He would be a great player to have on the short term, but it does, doesn't make sense, does it, in terms of what we are looking for? So we need someone who's going to do all the defensive work. I guess not. Um, I think with Neves, as good of a player as he can be, you know, we've seen that when he was in the Premier League with Wolves, he was arguably up there with with some of the best midfielders in the league. Mm-hmm. But a criticism that he's possibly always had is his kind of energy in the midfield. Yeah. He, he doesn't run about as much, and in our midfield, that probably wouldn't work because we are one of the hardest working teams, if not the hardest working team in the Premier League in that area. So I, I'm not sure he would be as good of a fit as someone like Calvin Phillips I mean, would be. We've seen at Chelsea, we've got the midfielders pressing the centre-backs on the front. Yeah. No, I'm not sure he fits into that role, you know. Yeah, I, I agree with that in terms of his like athleticism and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's that sort of player. But anyway, another sort of priority position for Newcastle when you look at it in terms of the injuries and the, just the sort of lack of depth in that role is a centre-back. We've got Fabian Shaw, Sven Botman, Jamal Lascelles and then Paul Dummett really as a yeah. sort of if needed who's not really a natural centre half and we've already seen how it's affected Newcastle this year Botman being injured Jamal Lascelles has slotted into that role alongside Fabian Shea and one of the names that has been linked is Joachim Anderson from Crystal Palace um, rumoured to be around the sort of £40 million pound sort of mark very similar to Fabian Shaw very similar yeah. yeah in terms of his ball playing ability and would probably cost around £40 sort of million mark I wouldn't personally go for him because I feel like Newcastle's centre-halves in particular, to partner Botman, we need to have someone with more athleticism and yeah. pace to cover because that's where Botman, as good as he is reading of the game, that's where I'd probably say he does lack any sort of pace. So to complement him, I'd go for someone on the younger side and more athletic because we want to build a sort of long-term yeah. sort of thing with our defence because we've got Livermento, got Lewis Hall, who's going to sign permanently. And then we'll have Sven Botman, we're just missing that partner next to him. No doubt Anderson's a great centre-half, but not the pick for me, personally. Yeah, I, I like Anderson a lot. Um, you know, Crystal Palace have one of the best defensive records in the league. Um, you know, he, and alongside Mark Gahey, he's played very well. However, with the kind of concerns about his pace, uh, I think he looks better because Gahey's alongside him, who mm-hmm. is more of that athletic type of centre-half. They do complement each other they, very well. Yeah, they do. They? So, yeah, and... Kind of with his age as well, being what about twenty seven now is he? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. For forty million pound, I think we could spend the money better than mm. on him. But to be fair, the other names that have been linked to all these sort of younger ones is Antonio Silva, Usman Diamande from Sporting Lisbon as well. Antonio Silva, I think, as we've probably seen before, he'll be looking at maybe double the price of what Anderson would be because yeah. of his age and the level that he's playing at. Obviously, he's only 20, just turned 20 and playing Champions League football with his boyhood club. It does seem, especially in January, that would be a very difficult deal to pull off. Yeah. I mean, Silva seems to tick all the boxes that the club are looking for. He seems to me like the number one target. Whether it happens in January, probably unlikely. Yeah, I, I don't think it would be very likely to sign a centre-half of that calibre yeah. for that amount of money in a January transfer window. You know, we very rarely see huge deals like that go through other than 
probably Chelsea last year. It, it's you know unheard of basically for seventy plus million to be spent on a player in January. Yeah, and I feel like we're going to probably apply the same logic to Diamande as well. Yeah. yeah, I think he's nineteen. I think he's even younger than Silva. Yeah. Playing in Europe, albeit it's the Europa League, which is a level down of where Newcastle are currently, but. Yeah, I still think you'd be looking at probably 60 sort of million because of his age and how good yeah. he is at that age anyway. And for Newcastle as well, it's been well documented, Callum Wilson and Alexander Isaac's injury problems, which has brought on links to a forward. And the type of forward Newcastle are looking for appears to be a younger, sort of versatile forward, not just an out-and-out striker. Yeah, Someone who could probably play across the front three, left or right wing. And a name who does fit that is, is Ferran Torres, Barcelona. He was linked and is also a long-term target of the club, reportedly. Here's a great ball through to Ferran Torres and Barcelona lead. I've seen him in England before at Manchester City, albeit not had that much game time because of the sheer depth that Man City have yeah. in those areas. But I do think Ferran, not only would it be a great pick-up because of his versatility, I do think he'd also start on the right-hand side for Newcastle. Yeah. I think one thing to note about him as well is he seems like... He's a good winner. Uh, you know, he's won leagues at Man City, he's won the league at Barcelona. Uh, he's won well more more than just league titles, um, and, and that's what we need. We need someone with experience in those competitions to go and win silverware. So, I think with his quality and what he can bring experience-wise to the club, I'd, it would be a no-brainer for me if we can get him for a decent price. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a regular starter for Spain, isn't he? Yeah. But yeah, at Barcelona, he's, he's got the forty caps. Forty caps, yeah. But he's not him and Rafinha in and out of the squad, aren't they? So yeah. yeah, if he wants to find a place where he's guaranteed first team football, then I don't see anywhere else that's better than what we can offer him. So on his side, I feel like it also makes sense. Yeah, and in La Liga this season, seen he's only actually started seven of the games this season, and mm. he has three goals, which isn't a bad return. I'd say no. for sort of no. seven goals, but. I do think he'd be tempted by Newcastle due to the yeah. fact that he could get regular game time in the Premier League and for the Euros as well. He's probably looking at Spain yeah. have just qualified. He's probably wanting to show the coach why he could he could start in the team ahead of like obviously got Nico Williams there in the in the sort of right wing position. And we've also been linked with the young striker from Brazil, Marcus Leonardo of Santos. And Dylan, I'm gonna pass you over here because uh, I feel like you can comment much more. Me and Joseph could yes, do expert. watch a lot of Brazilian football. Yeah, so he's a a good good young striker, I would say. Um, you know, in in front of goal, his goal record is uh, he's got 13 goals in 28 games now this season, which for a team who are battling relegation this year it isn't a bad return at all. Um, and it's not just in front of goal; he, he offers more kind of on the ball. He can come deep and pick the ball up. Uh, and get involved in the play, which ultimately we we are looking for. You know, we see the difference when you know you've got Isaac or Wilson in the team. We look a much better team when we do have Isaac in there. Yeah. So, yeah, he fits what we're looking for. Very raw and very young, so he wouldn't come here and expect to start. Um, so, what we are looking for, and for the price tag of probably about fifteen million euros, I think for me it would be a no-brainer. Yeah, I feel like. Newcastle do play better with a striker like Isaac because when you look at our midfield, we don't really have many of those like technical chance creating sort yeah. of midfielders. So it yeah. helps when the striker drops to help build up the play because we've got a very sort of workhorse looking sort of midfield. Obviously, yeah. look at Bruno's maybe a slight exception to that, but he's playing in a much deeper role than when he first came in. 
And I feel like Wilson, as good as a goal scorer as he is, he is a penalty box striker. He won't offer you that much outside of no. the box. He's actually just a lot more comfortable dropping deep, getting involved in the play, dribbling. Yeah. You can make something out of nothing, and I feel like that's what Newcastle really need, to be honest, at this moment in time. Yeah, there's no way we could go for a third, first choice striker no. as well. Just no. upsets the whole balance of it all. And we know about the injury problems that both of them have, and Wilson, as opposed to Isak, he's 31 now. Mm-hmm. I think he signed a contract extension with season until next summer. Mm-hmm. So he'll be probably 32 or 33 around yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. That's when, with his injuries, we might be seeing a drop-off from him so we Heavy need to anticipate that off, yeah. we need to sign a striker before it becomes a problem really because if you look in there and if Isak's injured we don't have a natural strike we've seen Gordon having to play there mm-hmm. when both of them are injured and it just won't really work and also another link which is slightly different and not sure how strong this link is is Siru Jurassic at Stuttgart he was obviously start of the season on fire 15 goals in sort of 10 games this season but he is an out-and-out out nine, and he mm. is 27 years old, so obviously he's a lot older than the other names linked. It does seem... It would be quite silly for him to leave, really. Yeah. Yeah. Given that he's going to get regular game time at Stuttgart, and he won't get that at Newcastle. He won't start ahead of Isak no. for me. No. And arguably wouldn't start ahead of Wilson if he was fit. This is actually the first time where he's really scored this le- amount of goals and it came so quick and he just won I think it would be a massive gamble yeah I, no. I just don't see it happening um, you know he, he is in a great position at the minute where he is we don't really need someone of that profile where he can only play through the middle um, mm. you know and with kind of with his age in a couple of years you know he'll not be able to replace Wilson because he'll be getting yeah. up there anyway uh, so I, I just don't think it makes sense on kind of any front to be honest yeah and his market value here is listed as £40 million pounds, yeah. which I think for a 27 year old who's not going to come in and play regularly really no. isn't worth no. it at all I feel like that is all the sort of key links for Newcastle in this January window obviously last year we've seen it was only Anthony Gordon and Harrison Ashby who came in yeah. Ashby hasn't featured in the first team at all bar pre-season Gordon's obviously came in he's now been a big hit this season started very well I think he's been our best player this season yeah, yeah. I would agree so. but I feel like with the European football and Newcastle wanting to sustain European football the injuries that it's caused yeah. this feels like it would be much more of an important window than the last one where obviously Newcastle were flying didn't have any extra competitions I feel like this year they need to get it right and I think that is all the sort of key links for January I believe that it has is been. Yeah. yeah thanks for listening thank you for listening